Greetings, citizens of Earth. You are barking a happy tune with my pal Smurf of Smurf and the Magic Tones on 5280 Geek. Get no kicks <laughs> from champagne, <laughs> mere alcohol doesn't thrill me at all, but I get a belt out of you. <laughs> Live from the Figure Studios, it is Weekend Geek Update. I just thought I would serenade my fans, my, my, my peeps. <laughs> Vadim is just shaking his head in disbelief, like, God damn, what did I get myself into? What? I missed this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are sponsored by none other than Suzy Q, who is joining us this week to hello, get us caught up hello. and to fill in some of the holes I left in last week's podcast, because I didn't want to tell our stories. Right. Without you here. Right. Because you're a valuable second half to that story. Well, also, I need some reminding after the bucket of rum we drank. Buckets of rum. That's right. I, I tried to break Susie on South Beach. Oh, my gosh. Uh, our other sponsor <laughs> is Mr. Matt Campbell in ActionLionStudios.com. Hey, he will give you a 15% discount by entering the code 5280 in any purchase. Matt uh, is hard at work getting ready for uh, another Kickstarter here soon. Oh, cool. So Mythica, if you have not read it, it is also at shops around town here in Colorado. But go to the website, get the 15% discount, pick up some of the trades, keep up with Mr. Matt Campbell because... Yep. We just love Matt. Read it, buy it, love it. He's yeah. got this new Shark Week print that I'm very Oh my god, Shark Week again. God, Shark Week, <laughs> Shark yes. week again. We love Shark Week. <laughs> Shark Week is great. So we went to Florida. We went to Miami. We went to Miami. We went to South Beach. Yes. And there I decided that Susie needed to die. By mass amounts, copious by amounts rum of rum poisoning. So, well, that isn't entirely true. We had, I'm, I mean, it took us three days to drive down there, and that is stressful, even in good company. And then we, you know, we had the booth set up, and we met some existing friends down there, made some new friends during setup. But it was oppressively hot. Right, that humidity was. It was it was vile, it and was they're all vile. like, "It's going to get hotter." I'm like, "I have to wring my shirt out now <laughs> from breathing," and you're telling me it's going to get worse? Right? Oh, hell no! So you know, when we were sitting there by the beach, we the hotel where we stayed had private beach privileges. So yep. we um, some very nice gentlemen set up an umbrella and some chairs for us, and we were right by the water, and it was it was in fact cooler down by the water than it was. It was. And well, there was a nice breeze. Yeah. We had an umbrella. And we're just, you know, we're talking marketing, like the most unbeach like conversation you could possibly imagine. We're talking marketing. In between, we're sucking rum out of a coconut. And travel plans. And, that, and the waitress that worked for the private beach, she kept coming around, she offering was very us pleasant. More, more drinks. Yes. And I let my high altitude living. Uh, Get the better of me. <laughs> so 
So here's Susie. <laughs> broken. Two buckets in and a coconut. Two buckets in a coconut. <laughs> oh, my God. That needs to be a song. Two buckets in a coconut. Uh, yeah. I took pictures of the bucket and the you coconut. Did. So we can share those with people who want to see them. So then you decided, I'm going to go play in the ocean. And you run down there and you do the splashy, splashy. I was waiting for you to get sucked up. I really was. Well, I, I, I wouldn't let you get far. I can swim. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't gonna. I've seen you fall over just standing still. I'm not too like. I know. Confident in but your I can't, physical I prowess. Can't, as I a can't swimmer. swim. I I know how and everything. Um, I didn't actually get that far in the water. No, she I didn't even. I didn't deep. even wade in up to my knees. But it wasn't until I got out of that comfy, comfy beach chair where I realized that I was in trouble because <laughs> I thought the stumbling out there was because of the sand and it wasn't it was the rum it was the rum it was the buckets of rum yeah and then I remember not actually being carried but damn near close back down, I held you up down for, the street I held you up you did your weird little anime run <laughs> which is hilarious because she just it's it's <laughs> It's adorable. <laughs> you did. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> so we get you back to the hotel. We give you a minute to compose yourself. <laughs> the hotel we're staying at does not have a restaurant because they're in the midst of a, a turnover or, or yeah. re envisioning what they want to have. So that's fine. So we're getting DoorDash and we're sitting there and we, we've already come prepared for more cocktails. Well,. So I have a question okay. about something that happened. Okay. <laughs> and I, of course, waited until now to ask you. We've been home a week and a half. So <clears throat> I remember we rode the elevator up to the floor where we're staying. Right. And I had problems with my key. And you swiped the key and you pushed the door open with your foot. And then you pushed me in. Yes. Pulled the door shut and told me to stay put. What were you worried? <laughs> were you afraid I was going to wander off and keep drinking? Yes. Or go with strangers or something? Yes. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, you're just like, I'm going to go down to the lobby. And <laughs> next thing I know, 45 minutes later, the desk is calling me. Hey, can you come collect your Susie? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you stay in that room you stay in that, yeah. until I come back for you. That's right. <laughs> You are somewhat my responsibility. <laughs> Jeremy is not with us, which immediately he realized the error of his ways and is like, yeah, no, we're not going to do that again. <laughs> Actually, we, we did okay. We didn't have any real trouble. There was only one drunken binge, and it was, it was, right it on was the me yes, who it did was it. So, uh, ah, it, it was the sober one. I know. It was fine. I just, like, I... I didn't drink so much that I blacked out because I don't usually, but there are parts that are less fuzzy than others. And I've been thinking like that surfaced a couple days ago. I was like, what did he think I was going to do? Yes. <laughs> I just, I don't want you wandering about. So it's a good thing that I was the sober one in all of this because later in this evening's events, Susie and I are sitting down at the bar. We're having cocktails. We're discussing plans for the next day for the con. And we're staying in the hotel that is host to the celebrities yes. that are at Florida Supercon. So as we are sitting there, a particular gentleman comes down, and I nudge Susie. And, of course, it is the 
amazing, immaculate amazing. James Callis, who is Guy's Baltar. And our from, new BFF. And our new BFF from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. So he joins us. I know. And has a cocktail with us. And we have a very good interactive conversation. We talk, we laugh, and it's not like one of those <laughs> lip service things. He sits no. down and joins yeah. us. Yeah, he's, he's having drinks with us. Yes. So we're sitting there, and we, we take up his time for, for a while. Yeah. Uh, until he's all like, you know, he's, he's hungry. He goes out, he burns one, and then he's all like, thank you. Yeah. You guys are great. Makes a beeline. So then an, a celebrity handler that I know <laughs> joins us. <laughs> So we're, we're talking, you know, we're getting caught up. They've been at Denver Comic Con. They, they're they're right. handing, handling right. another celebrity. You and order well, us and a pizza. While you're busy while talking busy. to someone else. Yes. And I'm still full of rum. Yes. I made a break for it. <laughs> Why did you want me to stay put? <laughs> mm. I actually, I got a notification that our pizza was ready. And the hotel where we're staying doesn't have a lobby on the ground floor. You've got to ride up to the third floor. Right. And that isn't apparent. Like, if you've never been there no, before. It, lo- it looks like some weird parking garage where you're going right, to get murdered. Right. And so you were talking to your acquaintance, and I got the notification that the food was arriving. So I just ran, <laughs> ran for the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> I needed some bread. I had. Do you know you that more than bread? But yes. Do you know I did the math on this? Okay. Even with all the ice and limes and mint leaves, I think I drank nearly a quart of rum. And it wasn't a just whole quart. It wasn't just. That's a lot of alcohol for the me. Hell, it is for me. It's a lot. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Vadim is just like that's a warm up. <laughs> you know, he's like. <laughs> That's anyway, Saturday night. It was a lot for me. I needed the bread. You did need the bread. And so I got I slipped my I slipped my chaperone and went down to the street to talk to strangers. So so Susie disappears <laughs> and it's been a while. So my friend and I were sitting there talking and they lean into me and they're like, Your friend has been gone a, a really while. long time. <laughs> and I'm like, Susie just went to go get pizza. Yeah, that was like 15 minutes ago. The lobby is one <laughs> floor down. Like, literally, one floor. The I, elevator opens. There it is. They can walk in and you go I in. didn't leave the hotel. You did not leave I the hotel. I did not leave the hotel. Instead, you had poor Adam Savage try to help Cornered you. Cornered in an elevator. <laughs> He's probably terrified out of his freaking mind. Well, okay. So it wasn't just the alcohol causing problems in that situation because I was wearing those nails. I had press-on nails, and they weren't super long, but I don't – you can't Just see. enough to throw you off. Yeah, but I don't usually have long nails. And so I was having trouble with buttons and picking things up, and I was still very drunk. And the elevator button was defeating me. Uh, Adam's assistant very kindly gave up and asked me what, <laughs> where I was trying to go. And then, so we're, and the elevator is really slow moving. I don't know if you remember that, but it was always very slow moving. And so we're just like, wait. And all of a sudden I realize who this person is cornered in the elevator with, because he's wearing a hat and a mask. So this is the moment clutching a huge pizza box. I look up and the fog lifts from my brain and I say, oh my God, Adam Savage, 
when your book came out a couple years ago, I was in a creative slump and it really helped me. So that's what I thought I said. But what really came out was, oh my God, I love your book. It's so great. And I just like, my voice kept changing pitch and it must have been terrifying. Oh my God. I can only imagine his eyes coming over the top of his horror room glasses. I'm just swaying. What is wrong with you? Didn't you offer him a slice of pizza? I did. Okay. I was like, do you want some pizza? <laughs> For the rest of his life, he's going to be like, she was such a nice drunk girl. Even offer me a piece of pizza. <laughs> I totally thought about that because I saw this video for Adam and he, he made a bulletproof Iron Man suit. And all I could see yeah. is the face lifting up and him going, I would like some pizza. <laughs> I would like some pizza. He was really nice, but um I you know I try not to I I really try not to corner people. I try not to run at people because it's frightening because it's happened to us. Well, and you wanted to do that to Michael Rooker cuz Michael I Rooker is want, also I didn't want to run at him. I asked if we could go talk to him, but then we realized that he was having a bad day. It was a bad day for Michael Rooker and I'm telling Susie no. Yeah. You're like, are you sure? I'm like, yes, yeah, I can. I've seen that tight jaw look in Michael Rooker before, yeah. and I'm like, nope, we are staying right here. And we did. <laughs> we did. And we, and did. we watched from afar. He was, he was pleasant. I mean, yeah. he kind of acknowledged we were there, but right. he left it at that, and and then went to the elevator. And of course, Jerry from The Walking Dead was also in the elevator, so we got to see him for a brief moment, and it was it was very interesting. I. In a less drunken day, I got in the elevator with Rachel Lee Cook. Oh, wow. And I didn't, I was, uh, obviously she looks different than she did in that 20-year-old movie, the 25-year-old movie. And so it took me a minute to realize who she was. Right. And then I remembered the night before (laughs) with Mr. Savage. And so I didn't say anything. I just stood still in the back of the elevator, quiet, thinking, I love that movie you're in. (laughs) Night two. Night two. Or is it three? I don't remember. It was, it may have been night three. It was night three. James Callis again comes and hangs out with us after coming and visiting the booth. He bought a bracelet. I know. Oh, we had a lot of interactions with James. We did. And he was great. And him cursing was just like watching grumpy old men. And it was hilarious because you don't expect old men to cuss like that. And then you see James, who's this very proper British man. Right. Just. (laughs) Well, what we, what we. It was great. What we discovered is that even though uh, his film and television persona speaks in a very posh accent, James himself doesn't have a very posh background. Correct. And so he slips. He's not a full-on Chav situation. Like, it's not like Idris Elba. But that poshness slips once he starts talking and when, when he relaxes. And so all of a sudden, we're, like, in a pub. Basically, yes. with James Callis telling like off-color pub. The only thing missing and... was the fish and chips. Yeah, because it was great. And yeah. then you two start talking about a film that I'm only slightly oh aware of, <laughs> which dominated most of the conversation. And I, uh, the only reason I knew about it is because of the the because music of video me in the first uh, place. It's getting hot in oh here. Oh my god! With um, the moon. Yeah. And yeah, I I just was lost. Well, okay, so. 
there is this film and it's based on a novel and it both are called Austin Land as in Jane Austen like a mashup of Jane Austen and Disneyland and Carrie Russell's the lead in this and she is unlucky in love and obsessed with Jane Austen books and films particularly the uh, Colin Firth version of Pride and Prejudice right and so she books this vacation to England which is basically uh, a Regency era LARP and you have to wear the costumes and the people that work in this place are um, mostly, you know, all the servants turn out to be women. Uh, you know, all of the gentlemen are actors. And so you have an, a Regency era appropriate romance. Right. And then, you know, it culminates in a, in a ball and a fake proposal. And then you're happy. You've lived your little uh, Jane Austen Regency dream and then you go home. So <clears throat> um, Ricky Whittle, who plays most recently shadow moon in American gods is in this film. And, um, uh, James, our new best friend, James Callis also plays one of the gentlemen in this film, but he plays opposite Jennifer Coolidge, which is awkward, ridiculously funny. No, it's not awkward. It is just a delight. And he's kind of, um, the character he plays in this is kind of mincing and kind of, uh, you know, there was one point where he comes racing down. It's it's the evening and everybody should have gone upstairs to their own rooms. But action happens and um, shenanigans he, Shenanigans are afoot. And James Callis's character comes racing down the grand stairway in a pair of Union Jack boxers, a frock coat and his wig is askew. <laughs> and I mean, this is I loved the book so much and I loved the film so much and i unfortunately um it it was well versed in both i am and so we james and i were talking about the author of the novel shannon hale who um <clears throat> is more widely known for the her middle grade books the princess in black their their graphic novels for they're amazing um and so we were talking about shannon we were talking about the production of the film and all of the this poor man <laughs> He was so indulgent with me, and he didn't need to be. Uh, but I really, this is a ridiculously funny movie. It's not, I mean, you just have to take it for what it is. It's very, very funny. It's not this, you know, serious piece of cinema by any means. But it was, yeah. But listening to him reminisce about it and listening to you fangirl with him. Oh, my God. Because you two were hilarious. I'm just, I, I, I was out in the cold. And... <laughs> And I'm sitting there, I'm like, yeah, this is what Red feels like when she's with me and I'm I'm busy it being, was, being me. I mean, I was enjoying all of the conversation we had and some of it is not um, suitable for public retelling. No. But, There's a lot of stuff that was told in confidence. Yeah. And we'll, we will keep that in confidence. But, but it, was, it was great. It, it was, was fun. It was We did fun. shots. When? I don't remember that. <laughs> After I vowed not to drink anymore during I think the trip, so. oh my god, I, think I don't so. we did remember shots. that. Okay, um, like I said, some things are more in focus than others. <laughs> um, he was he was an utter delight. He was, and the fact that he kept um, he sought us out just as much as we looked for him. And, he did, and it was it was a real treat. Got a signed picture. He knew our name. He remembered our names. Remembered our names, which was which was very genuine. It was very cool. I, I'm I'm very I'm very impressed 
with um, the quality yeah. of person he is. I was excited to get to meet him and, you know, in the autograph context yes. in, in the first place. That had been one of my one of my plans. It wasn't really a show for him. <laughs> no. Well, it I got mean, busier he, on his Saturday, but it was, yeah. it was you know, like, mm, is it more of an anime con? It was fine. Well, I think they're transitioning that con they to are. be more generalized. And uh, Reed Pops only had con- had con- the helm for two years right. now. And, and my buddy Khalil, <laughs> who runs the um, England version of that right. show, was there. So he gave me some lowdown stuff. So I got, I got some of the low, low information. But that isn't the only thing that happened. Like, our, our weekend with James Callis wasn't the only big no. thing that happened. Um, because Susie Cuse is going to New York City Comic Con in October. Yay! Yay. Uh, I'm Yay. I'm so excited about that, and it makes me a little nauseous. And the dean might actually even join us on the might trip go with to us. New York. Yay! This we, will be exciting. The crew goes on the road. We were just uh, painting a picture for him of he and Jeremy having to chase us through Manhattan while we. Oh my God. <laughs> are, Drunk in, and, and socializing. In October. <laughs> it's either going to be really pleasant or balls freaking cold if we get early weather. Right. So either way, they will they'll be like miserable chasing us or miserable because they're cold. Wait, no, come back. Great. Yeah. No, oh, shit. Darting out into traffic. Just I've been known to just get into cars. Like I may have accident. That's, that's a problem in New York. You I know. know that, right? I may have accidentally carjacked somebody in San Francisco once because we thought it was a taxi. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> they're gonna have to. You know those little baby leashes that you put the Velcro strap on the, on the baby's wrist, or those, backpack. or the backpacks. The backpack yeah, you with guys the are gonna tail. have to put tethers on. I like so that. We don't we'll just zip you back in the place. <laughs> We're walking and you're just trying to walk the other way. <laughs> no, I want to go over here. There's no. something shiny over there. Uh, yeah, I'm not really as much of a menace as we're making it sound. I but you say that. <laughs> but we will be staying in uh, the city. We which are. Will be fun. I haven't stayed in the city for a while. Last time I was there was uh, stayed in Jersey, so it's a bit of a it's about an hour drive. I don't want to drive back and forth to New Jersey. Like we're we're doing some changes to how we move the booth around. Yep. And got a whole new plan. And I just don't think that my poor mental state can Concocted can handle not ah. being in the same town with my booth. I yes. think that's just too much for me. Too much. But we will be at C two E two next week. Emerald yeah. City in a week after that. We come back, we will be doing... Uh, Colorado Festival of Horror! Colorado Festival of Horror, the beer launch. We'll be doing a sushi event at Sushi Den. Um, like, the night I get back. Oh, my the gosh. and I will be uh, rooftop at Sushi Den enjoying our fill of sushi. Yeah, you have a good time. I will be lying comatose Dead. on my couch. <laughs> uh, we'll also be at NDK. Uh the list is lengthy. As I far know. As what we're doing. Every, the calendar filled up so fast. So fast. And, and there's a couple of weddings in there. There's drunken yeah. debauchery. Um, I don't have to go to the weddings, though. So no, that's. You don't. So, one of the cool things, and then we'll move <clears> on to the news, uh, is one of our other new sponsors, uh, Black Sheep Props, who <gasps> was on the other side of I us. Know. And we have to give a shout out to them because he was amazing. They and were his, both so nice. And his brother, he's doing a diorama 
for me right now, which is yes. shipping that ha- that is destined for Hot Rod, who's writing Rekgar from yes. the new War for Cybertron figures I have. So it's going to be amazing. So behind Susie, uh, if, if you want to grab your, your, your prop over there, he does <laughs> some amazing work. So he... he, he <laughs> This is this I is this is to keep, <laughs> this is to keep Susie safe from me, and you would think <laughs> that um, that is actually metal or plastic. It is actually foam rubber. It is, and he does an amazing job. So Susie has a Star Trek blaster at home and a uh, another blaster oh, the, that I gave to Jeremy. Yeah, the sci-fi pistol. Yes. And then I've got the Blade Runner pistol and then another uh, sci-fi pistol over there that yeah. is just worth they're, so much. They're so great. Um, you can pick it up, Vadim. You, you don't can have to pick look. it up. It's awesome. <clears throat> Yeah, they the were. It was just a mess. I know. We're devastators well, I mean, and pieces, plastic guns. We've hardly, all over the place. we've hardly been here. We though. have hardly been here. We've hardly put shit back together. So yeah, I, I. Is that not badass? It is. He and had it, all of these different guns, and ever. I mean, it looks so heavy. He had uh, Star Lord's blaster. He had a couple of Star Wars guns, a bunch of Star had Trek stuff. Molinier, and um, he had a lot of. Uh, um, n- not Mage Knight. Uh, yeah, League of Legends. League of Legends. League of Legends stuff and helmets and it was it was amazing. It was. He they do excellent work. Um, so we will be posting his videos for yeah. the foreseeable future on Fifty Two Eighty Geek. And then we should do like a whole unboxing when you're oh when your there's set gonna be, piece there's arrives. Be a whole thing because I'm gonna put. Oh yeah, and then we can play with your guys yes. and like like pew pew, yeah, pew 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 pew. So on his videos, he shows you how to make these. It's absolutely incredible. There's a couple of pieces that I'm going to actually try to recreate. I don't yeah. know if I'm going to be skilled enough to do it, but I will. I will give it a try. I, I probably won't have Vadim record that because I really don't need to see. Because Vadim and I were at, <laughs> we were at Fan Expo. Do it, do and, it. And uh, I'm sure you've seen some of the stills. Vadim is still working on the video because we've been busy. But there was this opportunity for me to get on top of a bantha, the big bantha that was there at the, the Creative Arts booth. Well, I mean, we were in su- we were on such a tight timetable there that I was at home yes, like frantically packing. So there's this huge Bantha, and Vadim is, of course, well, what's record you getting up there? I'm like, no. <laughs> Vadim, you are my hero. He's, and I'm like, what if I eat shit? And he's all like, even better. And I'm like, <laughs> Smurf is up. Oh, Smurf is down. No. I can't wait to see that. So I don't need to help promote my, my, my dexterity and how lack thereof. You know, I'm okay with that because I – get a lot of heckling for the falling down and tripping and stumbling i do it's not my fault you spontaneously so just fall down. uh i'm eager to turn the tables on you a little bit I'm sure you are <laughs> uh while we were away one of the funny things was clerks three's trailer right bounced out and it's very interesting and it's a very big page out of kevin smith's life it is. As it is. Um, Randall has a heart attack in the quickie stop 
collapses and decides, I'm going to be a filmmaker. He has to re-examine his life. The the parallels is is mind-blowing here. Really? I, you know... I remember watching that trailer with you, but that came out the day after the rum incident. (laughs) Um, Captain Jack wants to know why all the rum is gone. It's because I drank it. Uh, So I know that we... Elizabeth Swan. It's Susie Q's that you got to worry about. Yeah. So I know that we watched it, um, but I don't have any real recollection of it, and I need to go back and... I mean, it, it, it looks interesting. I'm curious to see how it goes. I know they had a San Diego Comic-Con panel, and it, everyone is kind of receiving it well. The <clears throat> funny thing is that Kevin Smith's going back on tour for this, and I'm uh, it's going to be here in Denver in the Paramount. If you want to uh, check it out, I know that you can link uh, Clerks 3. And they'll do a you know Q and A and all of that, but it is playing at the Paramount. Entry level tickets start at eighty seven dollars. Holy cow! And work their way up from that. So you get to see the movie, you get to do the Q and A. I don't know if there's any other special tchotchkes that come with this. They are not listed on the ticket sales. Well, we went to the C um, for Jan- the Jan Silent Bob reboot. Yes, which was a couple years ago. They had a merch table, and um, so they had different package levels, and we just got the base package, which was the movie. But um, Jason and Kevin did talk to the audience. They did a Q&A. And um, at that time, Kevin was promoting his marijuana strain. And so they did some promotion of so that. Weird. I know. It was very weird. And um, obviously, because of the laws surrounding recreational marijuana, he couldn't give it away. But he gave people coupons to go get free pot. It was so weird. It Cooping. was so weird. Um, when you think of cutting coupons you don't think about buying weed um at least i don't honey so, there's 15% off my favorite I know. <laughs> I know and i would have i would have loved to have been in that shop when some you know 20 year old kid like plunks down his free weed coupon and be like kevin smith gave me a free bag of weed <laughs> It wasn't quite like I'm so portraying many parallels it, but to it his was, life now with I know. the films. It's really, it's it's stranger than fiction. Did you get the panel videos from Brett? I did. Um, which he elected to shoot and send after line time. Which, so Brett Leader one is in. San Diego Comic-Con. I am not with him because I'm backed up as it is. Yeah. So his wine partner is not there to help. Right. But him to, and I together drinking wine is a bad idea. It's worse than you and a bucket of rum. Well, I we mean. we get into trouble. But I am surprised that he was whining and texting at the same time. It was pretty amusing. And nothing about it was untoward. It no. was all It was all on the up and up. But it was very, very entertaining. I did like in the message, you're like, you're allowed to text and drink? I know. Brett's like, hell yeah. (laughs) Because after the coconut, right, we drank the coconut full of rum first. I turn to our dear Smurf and I say, I'm not allowed to use my phone anymore after this. Jeremy's the only person I can contact on my phone. And I'm sorry to put that on you because I'm an adult and I should manage myself better. But, um, you know, after a fashion, I just... I don't have a good filter to begin with, and once the alcohol comes in, it's totally gone. And awesome. people just don't need to live like that. So 
I sent almost everybody I know that video. I'll send it to you again so you can post it up here, the Hot in Here video from oh, Austin Land. Yes, we did that as a moment of geek uh, yeah. last year, and it was so, so funny. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Brett Leader One is allowed to use his phone after he's been drinking, and I am envious. And the moral of the story... <laughs> Don't drink rum by wine, the bucket. Wine responsibly. <laughs> um, <laughs> other trailers that have come out is the new Shazam trailer, which I am very excited to see. This movie looks... Zachary Levi as Shazam makes total sense to me. I love Helen Mirren is just <clears throat> whooping his ass. <laughs> I am absolutely enamored with that thought. He's so funny. I haven't seen the first one because I'm not a You're huge not a fan, of, fan? The, of the DC cinematic situation Come so on. no he's really funny in rapunzel though i never saw that oh oh my god it's one of my favorites but okay i can see why it wouldn't be appealing to you but it is one of my favorites not made for me i'm re- i'm accepting this more and more that there are things out there that are not made with me in mind right as as, as hard as that is for me to accept that you're not the shiny center of the universe well i mean maybe not shiny but i mean at least <laughs> spotlight a little bit <laughs> kind of you know a little shaded area he you know zachary levy is so funny and he always has been and his timing is impeccable and the faces that he makes are always really good and so i'm glad he's enjoying success i probably won't see this one though i, I mean of course everyone's the big question will black adam show up the new black adam trailer landed for san diego comic-con right and that looks again he just immense and i don't think that the two are going to cross though because it looks like black adam is more set in the future or space or i'm trying to figure out from the trailer pierce brosnan as dr fate what holy (laughs) balls just badass even he's he's just like loving how fun this character is he's all like compared to like the romp of 007 and all the other stuff that he's done I mean, always, forever, Remington Steel, but... That's old. I loved that show. That was great. <laughs> old. Dean is scratching his head like, what the hell is a Remington what? Steel? Is that a dirty word? <laughs> Do I have to edit that later? No. No. No, no, no. Uh, but Pierce Brosnan is absolutely in love with his, his Dr. Fate character. I bet if you're into it, if you're not just doing it for a cash grab, I bet making a superhero film is right. so much fun. Right. Because um, you can tell, too, later during the press junkets who was doing it for money and who was doing it for the love of it. Right. And so I'm glad he's so excited about it. He's walking around with a golden helmet. He's oh, just, my God. He just strokes it like, <laughs> like Mr. Bigglesworth, you know? Like he's Mr. just like, yeah, excellent. <laughs> Oh my He's God. turned into a Bond villain. That's wonderful. Uh, Shazam trailer, check it out. Also, another trailer, and the series will premiere August 5th. <gasps> Yay! While we are on the road, so I'm not going to probably watch this until we get back. The new Sandman trailer also Woo-hoo! was launched at San Diego Comic-Con. And, oh my God, uh, you said you teared up. I did. So remember, we saw the first teaser trailer way back in May yep. uh, with Neil Gaiman. And <laughs> with Neil. Would you like to see it? Yeah, of course uh. you do. Um, and I got real. I That was a big moment for me. Uh, 
and then seeing it again once it was publicly released a couple it was only like a week later before it came out publicly and then all of the new trailers and i'm just i'm just sandman changed your life changed my life yeah it inhabits me in a way that nothing else does it is just sandman helped me become the person i am and so it's just so incredibly meaningful to me and i was jeremy and i were talking about this the other night i was scared to death when they announced this series i was like oh my god well this is- i mean to be fair american gods mm, well not I'm- that great and there's so many moving components to sand right him. right i liked american gods and i will i will in fact defend it i thought it was good i know that they had some administrative troubles and some casting issues and things like that but i feel like I feel like they told the story that was there to tell. And there are definite highlights. Some parts are, in fact, better than others. But very I true. think if you take it as a whole, it was very true to the book. And it was it was a very fun experience. But I was so afraid. I, I was. I usually am not bothered by the transition of book to film. Right. Uh, but this one made my heart stop. And the more we learned about it, the less clenched up I became. And then when we saw it that night at the Paramount, when we saw it for the first time, it was, you know, in that moment we saw Matthew the Raven and we saw the Dreaming for the first time and we saw Tom as Morpheus for the first time and got a little glimpse of Charles Dance as Roderick Burgess and all of that started to Joanna Constantine. Joanna Constantine. Um, I love that. I love... um, I just love the idea of Jenna Coleman carrying a uh, severed head in a bag through the French Revolution. Uh, <laughs> that is so so, good. so thrilling. And then as all the content came out of SDCC last week and um, our friend Neil won another Eisner Award and we saw Congrats, the panel Neil. and um, <clears throat> it just all of that is putting me more and more at ease. Well, and the cinematography is incredible unreal the special effects are i i i have to say probably the best that i have seen just from the trailer for a netflix right? special or series hopefully this I goes i just can't i i'm wait. absolutely blown away and i know there are naysayers there's always naysayers the i nerds get it wrong a lot though. i know that people are upset with the casting of death but Get over it. She looks incredible. She does look incredible. And I am upset that it, they didn't br- they didn't tap Kat Dennings for death though. But I'm so excited I am about so this excited. this version. Yes. Um. Maybe Kat wasn't available. Maybe they didn't want and because maybe she with her Marvel contract. She yeah. might not be able to. So I mean, there's a million reasons, but this looks incredible. It looks incredible. And when Gwendolyn Christie walks onto that in that stage, dressed as Lucifer Morningstar, that is when I cried. I got look. I'm getting goosebumps again, and Same I'm getting a little weepy. Get all weepy. Just I again. The, the Sandman is part of. I, I mean, this sounds really cheesy, but it's part of my soul. And so to get to see it visualized in this different way um, that is still true to the source material, true to the words, and all of that gorgeous, gorgeous art that came out of there, Jill Thompson, David Mack, Chris Pacello, I mean, Dave McKean, we could go on and on yeah. about just the art. And I think that they've really captured the spirit of the comic and then if you haven't already seen it you should watch the clip um from vanity fair of neil oh, gaming neil voiceover uh 
taking apart the trailer and calling things out. Um, so that was that was definitely a big moment for me. Yep. We'll see. Yeah. August 5th. Just right yeah. around the corner. <clears throat> well, we're going to have another instance of Friday Suzanne hating Thursday Suzanne because I was telling I was telling Kat via email last night that <laughs> I will be bleary-eyed and giddy in my C2E2 booth because there is no way I'll be able to just sleep knowing that the Sandman is out there on Netflix. I will. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I will have watched most, if not all of it, before we open the show on Friday. <laughs> Speaking of Marvel, there is a ton of Marvel. Good God Almighty. Right? They might as well have called it San Diego Marvel Con. It's true. Uh, because we get phases five and six announced. Not a lot of surprises in the way that you would think, but there were a couple that I kind of scratched my head about. Evidently, the Avengers are not done. The Avengers... Uh, the Kang Dynasty and Avengers Secret Wars. So I was right about Secret Wars. Ha ha. We also get Thunderbolts, which I was right about that. Ha ha. Right. Um, the ones that I'm very excited about Daredevil Born Again. Which oh my gosh, they're if, bringing Charlie back. They're bringing Charlie Cox back. And he's also going to be voicing the Daredevil character in an animated uh, special. I think he's also well. going to appear in Echo a little he's, bit. He's going to be in Echo. That's also confirmed. So Charlie Cox is back in full regalia. In, he's also making an appearance in She-Hulk, and we'll get to that in a second, why that's important. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the third Volume act three. is also, and uh, Wasp and Ant-Man for Quantumania. Wakanda There's Forever? The Wakanda Forever, which we'll talk about next. Uh, Quantumania, I'm curious if... Um, well, who we're going to get for the villain, and there's been some interesting talk about MODOK. That MODOK really? would be a fun character to see in quantum mania and makes sense and i don't know mm. how i'm going to handle that uh secret invasion also is thrown in there loki season two blade right. finally iron heart there the list goes on in addition to agatha and captain america we'll throw up the visual uh for this when vadim does the video. the video now wakanda forever the nerds are kind of very angsty on this because a lot of people are upset <laughs> that they are not replacing Chadwick Boseman. Uh, to be fair, though, there's probably f- five, six years where Sh- Suri actually right. is the Black Panther. There, yes. And and T'Challa was MIA, MIA. taken out, honeymooning with Storm. Who knows? Yeah. So I know I have a friend that I met in Vegas, right? And he looks strikingly like Chadwick. He's not quite as tall, and uh, Byron is a little more filled out, so not quite as lean. But we know right. we know that that gauntness came from illness and was out of Chadwick's control now. But he, he was sending demos and petitioning because he wanted to take over that role, and he was really quite suited to it. I don't... Um, I don't know the process of casting or how you get a casting director's attention, so um, I couldn't I couldn't speak to that. But anyway, Byron was not successful in this bid, and so that does you know my personal context with this colors my view of Wakanda Forever just a little bit. I 
saw the trailer and it looked amazing. And I'm curious as to the story they're going to tell. But the actress, Letitia Wright, is she is personally being a little problematic with her um, anti-vaccine stance. And uh, she caused filming to shut down for several weeks uh, because she wasn't complying with the with the set's rules and regulations for health and safety. And I, you know, you can believe whatever you want to believe, but if you take a job or attend an event that has made their rules and regulations publicly known ahead of time, it is your option to conform with them or not participate. And I think I'm not real crazy about how everything had to stop because of one person. So again, that, you know, my personal influence colors colors my perception of right. this um i'm still excited for it and well and i know there was questions that were thrown at miss wright especially in regards to at the end of the trailer someone is in the black panther suit right we see her in her white panther uh-huh. but we don't know who is in the actual black panther suit so that will be very i i don't know what we're going to get a reveal if you know Right. I mean, that guy would be great that to suit up as would be the awesome. Uh, I'm very anxious to see what that is. But the bigger story is I think this is the war between Wakanda and Atlantis. And we see this right. happen in the comics, and Wakanda becomes the city of the dead. Yes. Because Namor does not pull his punches and just wipes out the entire civilization. I, you know, it's. Especially with the introduction of the Olympic gods in Thor. Right. That opens up more of that kind of universe that we haven't encountered in the MCU before. Mm-hmm. So um, I I weirdly would actually love to see Namor. Um, I haven't been a big fan of his. Like, I don't read those titles specifically. But when he shows up in other things, it's always very interesting. And well, and I think Namor is a much better character when he doesn't have the weight of the Fantastic Four pulling him down. Well, isn't and that true of everybody, though? <laughs> I am definitely not a Fantastic Punch Four Punching Mr. Fan. Fantastic in those rubber nuts there, I see. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, with him showing up in Strange Multiverse of Madness... That was so funny. Did it's I so did funny. I tell you about that? I hadn't seen Doctor Strange yet, and I get a text from Stuart that says, "I'm watching Doctor Strange," and it's just kind of a stream of consciousness text because he because right. he dictates his text messages, and he's like, "Wait, why is Jim from the Office in this?" Movie? <laughs> He made a good-looking Reed Richards, so I'm sure we will see more of him. But with Black Panther, Doctor Doom is on the horizon, which everybody is excited about. I love Doctor Doom. I'm very – the Namor character I'm fascinated with, and if we're going to get an Atlantis and just some of the cinematography that we've seen from the trailer for Wakanda Forever, it really looks like it is going to be a very big battle uh, at the end of this and who knows who ends up in the ba- uh, the Black Panther suit but November 11th wait. we will have the answer to those questions you know you know how sometimes you have mental images of characters or things in your mind mm-hmm. and um, my cousin's children call my aunt Nama and ever since those kids could start speaking and started calling her Nama instead of grandma um I replace my aunt's face with my mental image of Namor. 
I do. It's like the suit and the fins and everything, but it's my auntie's face. <laughs> I know. I should, it's really dumb, but I do. Every time, yeah, every time okay. I hear that, that's what I... Yeah. Also... <laughs> You did! Oh my god! You're just swapping. If the podcast suddenly blows up, it's because I just spilled water all over the control board. Um, Also part of San Diego Comic-Con, and speaking of Marvel and animated and uh, multiverse, they had their first animated uh, panel for Marvel with the season two of What If? And of course they're kicking it off like they did last year with another... Captain Carter right. story, and um, Haley Atwell is returning to voice the character, and evidently there she's teaming up with the Black Widow to fight Steve Rogers. They'd made it a point to tell us that this is not the Peggy Carter that got in, right. <laughs> in the Multiverse of Madness. I, Which I thought was spectacular. I thought it was pretty clear that they were universe jumping in that film. Yes. I thought, I felt like that didn't need to be reiterated. So I'm very concerned about the number of people who think that Peggy has died. Yes. Well, at least that Peggy. <clears throat> yeah. She is kaput. Yeah. Uh, unless she gets the Darth Maul treatment. And then, you know, hey, all bets are off. Well, the uh, story for the first one is Captain Carter fights Hydra. I think this is the horrible uh, Captain America, Steve Rogers, Hydra double agent oh, right. story that right, they did where a few it gets years ago. So convoluted, and who is working yeah, for who? And, I, I'm yeah. I'm not too keen on it. Uh, but fine. Along with seeing the first episode of What If, the first uh, ever Marvel animation, San Diego Comic-Con, the panelists also showed an early look at season two's Valkyrie, uh, the Korg from the Thor movies, as well as a tease that one episode is based on Neil Gaiman's Alternative Universe limited series, 1602. Ooh, I loved 1602. 1602 is a really impressive read because you don't really realize what's going on until the very end. Yeah. Because he masks it so, so well. well. Uh, there has not been an er- a date, just saying early 2023 to look for what How if. How fun. Uh, also, that came out... Uh, Tatiana Malazia. I always screw her name up. We'll just go with Tatia. Right. Uh, Felt like an absolute dork filming She-Hulk. We saw a really good She-Hulk in Florida. We did. We saw a few. She was very clearly um, a bodybuilder. I don't know if she was a competitive bodybuilder, but her muscles were not painted on. No, she was ripped. Yeah. Tatiana went on to say to Empire Magazine, you feel like a dork, but somehow also cool at the same time. Uh, We talk about how uh, the process separates us from other superheroes, which works for our characters as their outsiders. The neat thing about this is there's going to be a lot of different Marvel characters that are going to make an appearance in this series. Including Matt Murdock. Including Matt Mur- Murdock, which we mentioned earlier, in the original Daredevil costume. So he's going to be in the yellow and black suit Oh, for my a while. God. I didn't know that. So that is awesome. That will be a big, big opening and there's going to be a lot of characters sub marvel characters since she's the attorney at law right right um i know we got emil blonsky so we're going to get abomination yeah i am still holding firm that this is all taking place during the blip the five years of the blip is when all of this is going on i i love 
that, and this kind of comes out of Defenders, the comics, not that weird series that was on Netflix, but, you know, the formation, Jerry Hogarth forms that law firm and Jessica goes, I really, I really like this idea of like this hero law firm. Um, I'm really excited about it. I'm not usually a big Hulk fan of any, any of them, I mean, but I, like the, I mean, a lot of this is getting pulled from the John Byrne era, right? Of She Hulk. Uh, also, one of the other things, if the internet rumor can be believed, the Fantastic Four member Ben Grimm <gasps> will be in there as Fun. well. And there's there's a lot of of stuff that will be going on. So uh, August seventeenth is when that is supposed to hit. And like I mentioned before, with Daredevil uh, coming back for Born Again, they're going to do 18 episodes. I know. I'm so excited that, about that. which will be great. And we won't see that till spring of 2024. <laughs> but there's a lot of stuff happening between today and then. There's yes. a lot of stuff happening. Well, even Kevin Feige is saying that, like, Phase 4's, like, the little, like, uh-huh. cliffhangers, credit posts and all of that, and... They're going to be more focused on, like, the what if. Right. Like, all the what ifs, and this is going to be building towards that. And I mean, he's got he's got a plan, and it's going to be gearing towards King Dynasty, and just, uh, they, they really are, they are putting a lot into it. I, I, I don't know if we're going to go into the weeds again, but uh, I think we're coming out, and they've got a roadmap, finally, that they're like, okay... We think this will work. <laughs> I a lot of a lot of stuff is coming out while we're on the road this next month. Yes. So Sandman, um, there is She Hulk. She Hulk. There is um, that new Lord of the Rings from Amazon. There's um, oh new Game of Thrones. New Game of Thrones. With Matt Smith. Yeah. So we're gonna be seeing him with a big. Isn't it weird? Yeah. Jeremy's like. The last thing we saw him in was The Crown. And so we were watching TV, and he looks over, and he's like, is that, is that Prince Philip? And I said, well, it's Matt Smith. <laughs> yes, that is, Matt, that is Prince Philip. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, if you want to phrase it that way, then yes. But <laughs> And other things that they keep moving forward with, and this one just, I had to throw this in here, because we reported on it like a while ago, because this was announced back in 2020, uh, but the Powerpuff Girls are still going to be doing the live action. Oh, um, I thought that got canceled. No, even though they're going to be doing the reboot uh, of the animated show, they are still going to be doing the live action on the CW. I'm unsure that that needs to happen. I'm I'm kind of with you on this. I don't. I I, I, I don't know if I want to see the Powerpuff Girls all grown up. Right. It's just, just I confusing. Think, I mean, okay, so. I thought that the work that Kennedy and Craig McCracken did on the original Powerpuff Girl animation, I thought that was perfect. It mm-hmm. was so funny. It threw back to, you know, old school comics and even Batman, the animated series had little, you know, it was little, little hints of that. And it was so, it was so much fun. Right. And it was kind of just this perfect moment. So if they're not going to go, if they're not going to take the girls and do something radically different, I think it needs to not happen. I And by radically, I have, I have something in mind. I'm not just being a naysayer here. There is a book called Meddling Kids by Edgar Contaro. And it is this glorious book. It is basically the Scooby gang 
but not the Scooby gang. And they're all grown up and they're dealing with their messed up mental health situation from being teen crime fighters. And one of them has died and the shaggy equivalent sees the ghost of the one that's died and then they encounter an honest-to-God monster. And so if the, if the Powerpuff Girls aren't going to do something extreme like that, Maybe it doesn't need to happen. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see because CW is still working on it. None of the details to follow out. However, McCracken is coming back for another reboot of the Powerpuff Girls on Cartoon Network. In addition, he's going to be doing Foster's Home for <gasps> Imaginary Foster. Friends. Oh, my God. I love that show. Uh, so if you're a Powerpuff fan, that is, uh, I guess, right. this is the way. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help. Oh, uh, what else? <laughs> uh, in uh, comic book news, Gargoyles is coming back, but Yay. not in the way that everyone is hoping that it would. Okay. They are actually continuing the story in Dynamite by launching a new comic book series from continuing from the show. Now, it's a question of whether or not they're going to ratcon the comic book that had followed it previously back in 2006. So I would honestly, because a lot of this traction is being garnered from Disney Plus. Yeah. Because I've watched, I, I hate to say it, I've watched the Gargoyle series twice now. Well, I that was one of the first things I watched. Right? When we got, you know, I went back to Gargoyles, DuckTales, Tailspin, all of that, Rescue Rangers. Um, so, yeah, that I haven't watched it twice, but you're... You're just as likely to come into my office and find that on my on my screen as anything else. So it was it was such a good series. It I was. really enjoyed it. So I'm very I I, I don't know if I'm, I really care about the comic book series. I'm more interested in getting an animated show. Right. So maybe this leads into it. I don't I don't know, but. I, isn't that a good way to test the waters, though, to see who's buying it? Yeah, but they're already testing the waters. They put the series back on Disney Plus, and, you know, immediately it catches fire. Come on. Well, okay. But don't you, wouldn't you then want to see what the fans are willing to buy? They bought Disney Plus. I mean, that's... Oh, my God. Why do you always have to argue with me? That is a sound, that is a sound path of logic. It is. When when has logic ever worked on me? Hey, have another bucket. <laughs> uh, Gotham Knights teases Batgirl reveal at San Diego Comic-Con. The Gotham Knights video game, which I already have my collector's edition prepaid for. I'm very anxious for this game. Uh, it will be released worldwide October 25th. Hopefully, fingers crossed. But we did get to see some uh, Batgirl gameplay from San Diego Comic-Con in... It's right up there with um, the Arkham series. Yeah. Batman's dead. He's he's disavowed everything, and, and the kids are on the run. Awesome. So, so. That sounds fun. So much more. We'll see. As long as there's no more delays. Otherwise, I'm, gonna, I'm seriously going to throw a fit. Like, a lot. <laughs> I'm going to cry I'm if I don't cry. get my way. I'm going to kick rocks and damn. Speaking of Arkham Asylum, yes. did you see Dr. Destiny in uh, the Sandman trailer? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, sorry. I'm, I really just want to talk about Sandman. Yes. <laughs> you and your Sandman. That's all I want to talk like, about. what else? Um, God. 
Sandman and Star Wars. That's kind of where I am right now. So they're saying uh, Andor. Andor. Yes, Andor. Um, Andor. We're not even going to recognize uh, what's his name? Diego Luna. Yeah, like his character is going to be just brutal. Well, he doesn't start to soften up until after he meets Jin or so, anyway. So right? uh, that's not that's not really surprising. I'm and it's not. I'm 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 excited. I'm not excited. They're saying this is going to be some very gritty television, uh, especially for Disney Plus. But they're very excited to to get this out here and to kind of broaden the the Star Wars universe without <clears throat> Jedi and you know the Skywalker family. Well, our history with Star Wars enti- entirely centers on the Jedi, and we don't. You know, we see a little bit of Saw Gerrera in Clone Wars and in, um, I call it the sadness, I don't even remember, Rogue One. Uh, (laughs) I just weep from the first note of the opening song (laughs) to the last note of the credits. I am just weeping through that movie. Um, But what we don't see is the nature of guerrilla warfare in the rebellion. And they are entirely, especially in those early days, they are entirely guerrilla forces and single cells operating the best they can. Well, yeah, Cause and, you get rogues um, or um, um, not rogues uh, with Ezra. Yeah. Rebels. Uh, rebels. Thank you. Yeah. Cause they kind of paint like a, a, a prettier picture, but evidently this is going to go a little bit darker than, than that. And we haven't seen that before, and I I, I'm really excited that they're, you know, that they're taking the opportunity to tell new stories in the framework of the story we already know. It's true. I mean, we'll actually see stormtroopers that know how to aim. Uh, also, <laughs> I'll that, that when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is official. Cruella two is uh, filming, and best of all. Um, What's her name is coming back? Emma as Stone. Emma Stone, thank you. That was a really cute movie. I loved that film. That film was so clever, and I don't know if it was just because of how well it was shot, or how good the story was, or just how amazing Emma Stone was. As I mean, all Cruella. of it. I it mean, was, it worked very well. It was a really fun movie. I I like that she kind of takes on this Vivian Westwood persona and the like the punk rock music and. And all of that, I just, I, it was so much fun. I yes. really enjoyed it. Uh, no date or anything else, just filming. There is rumors of two new uh, Star Trek shows coming, which I just, let's just fix the ones we have. Please don't add any more. Please. Please. Strange New Worlds is fantastic. Strange New Worlds is great. However, uh, that's about it. I mean, we do get a teaser for what we're expecting for Picard. Three. Right. So all of the crew is back except for Data. I feel so bad because <laughs> you get like these great pictures, these stoic. <laughs> and I like the wharf one as he comes in. He's just all clingy, clingony, and just, yeah, just all warfy. Yes, and yeah. even Gates McFadden and Doctor Crusher gets this kind of. Yeah, know, the, these her, lofty... Bever- her Beverly Crusher pose. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But there's no data, and I'm just like, oh, you poor bastard. Well, I mean. He is dead. He is dead and featured heavily, though not the data character. He has been been used a lot. He has been featured heavily lately. I am loving um, Lower Decks, the animated 
I I I think I can't it's, get into it. Sorry. I think it's super fun. I know a lot right. of people that don't like it, but I think it's super fun. And I that premieres while we're on the road again too. Yes, season three. Yep. So many things coming out. Um, what else? Black Hole actually spits something out. Uh, images from one of the nuclear uh, telescopes, yeah. which uh, they're reporting, actually light escaping or something coming out of a very I big know. black hole f- 340 some million light years away from us but the, I just thought it was kind of interesting. I was like, wow, okay. The first images from the James Webb telescope came out when we were in Florida mm-hmm. and so I was, you know, It looked like the opening scene from Doctor Who it from the 80s. It looks amazing. I've seen so many mashup. My friend Donna from Owl and the Hourglass did a limited edition run of puzzle boxes based on those images from uh, the James Webb Telescope. I saw this really killer mashup of um, it's one of the actual photographs and then it has Dream superimposed on the front. Um, one of nice. the iconic uh, Sandman again uh, images. I've seen so many cool things with that. I've seen somebody did a mashup, a Van Gogh mashup, so it's Starry Night with an actual Starry Night. Um, that's been that's been a lot of fun. Yeah. So there you go. Nerd life invading real life. Yay. Yay. Uh, that kind of wraps up all of the news that I had. We're at an hour, so I figured, you know, no reason to go. No nuts. hostage taking of Vadim. <laughs> I know Vadim's all like <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> I have other things. It's like to all do. you do is babble about <laughs> booze and boobs and nonsense. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just I wanna go home. I just wanna go home. <laughs> uh, this weekend uh, we will be I will be at the Rocky Mountain Con uh, toy fair, the uh, toy Christmas in July toy show. You wanna try that again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this Sunday, I will be at the RMC Christmas in July toy show, uh, starting at 10 a.m. It's a one-day thing, so I'll be I'll be slinging some toys. I we will... have a 5K walk for Colorado Ghostbusters on Saturday. Yeah, you're doing that without me. <laughs> I'm I'm busy packing. I'm doing that with a lot. Like I think I've got <laughs> four or five Ghostbusters doing it, and everyone else is just like, nope. no, <laughs> no. I'm packing because we're going to see 2 e two. Which, I mean, to be fair, is a priority. It is. I'm so excited. I haven't been in Chicago. I haven't been to C2E2 since 2020. Yes. Where I left my eyebrows at home. I love that story. Such a, <laughs> such a odd story. I will tell the DM offline yes. and the rest of you will get to wonder. And <laughs> on that bombshell, we shall say goodbye. <laughs> if you see some rogue eyebrows running around, be sure to catch them quickly. They belong to me. <laughs> give us a like, give us a share. Tell all your friends about the dirty little secret that we are, because we are best served well like this. Uh, in the meantime, <laughs> run fast, laugh hard, and always be kind. Good night! <laughs>